0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is The Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Baku, the 84th running of the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and the NASCAR Camping World Truck and Xfinity Series would be in Iowa for two great days of racing. We'll get things rolling with Formula 1 in Baku for the inaugural running of the Grand Prix of Baku. Nico Rosberg would lead Daniel Ricciardo and Sebastian Vettel off of the starting line Sunday afternoon. Rosberg, after his problems over the last several weeks, would rebound with a virtually perfect race, taking home his fifth win of 2016 on the tight streets of Baku. Just six laps into the Grand Prix, Sebastian Vettel would take second place from Daniel Ricciardo, and Sergio Perez would take advantage of a struggling Kimi Raikkonen in the closing stages of the race to secure the third and final podium position in the Grand Prix of Baku. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series would be in Iowa at the Iowa Speedway for the Speediatrics 200. Before we get into the race, there's some sad news out of the Thor Sports camp. Earlier in the week, Thor Sport Racing would lose pretty much their entire shop to a fire. They would escape with a few trucks and haulers to work on out of local parking lots. Canadian driver Cameron Haley would bring home his Thor Sport Toyota Tundra 3rd for a great morale boost for that team. The battle for the win would come down to two late-race restarts inside of 10 laps to go, where William Byron would take the lead from Cole Custer and hold off Ben Rhodes, and then having to hold off the entire Camping World Truck Series field as the race went into overtime on the following restart. Byron and his KBM Number 9 Liberty University Toyota Tundra would do exactly what he needed to do to hold off the field to score his third win in only nine Camping World Truck Series events. Here's what this young driver had to say following another impressive win in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the truck was great all night. Um, you know, my whole Liberty University team did a great job. Rudy made great calls. I felt like the first run, we were a little bit free, and uh, we were stuck in traffic was the main thing. And once we got that good restart and uh, cleared the eight, we were able to kind of set sail for the next couple of restarts. But then, obviously, there was a curveball there uh, with some guys taking two tires, and I made a mistake leaving the box and stalled it. So just a couple of rookie things there, but I was able to make a few spots up on the next restart. And then when it came down to those last couple Couple restarts. I just knew that uh, I knew that uh, you know we could try the outside, and I just kept moving up and up and up until you know I kept getting blocked, and finally just made it three wide. So it just worked out and really proud of this whole team like I said it's it's amazing what we're what we're we've been able to do this past weekend was also the running
0: of the 84th annual 24 hours of le mans one of the world's most prestigious motorsports events for both drivers and manufacturers toyota looked poised to get their first le mans win but just as the lmp1 machine was about to take the white flag their race would come to a screeching halt as the car would lose all but hybrid power before coming to a complete stop on the front stretch porsche would capitalize on this and take the lead just prior to the start of the final lap going on to get their second consecutive win in the 24 hours of Le Mans, with Roman Dumas, Sebastian Lieb, and Neil Jani getting the win. Perhaps the biggest story of the race was Ford's reintroduction of the GT on the 50th anniversary of its first Le Mans win. Battling Ferrari for the win throughout the race, almost repeating history, Ford would go on to score the win in the GTE Pro Class over Ferrari with Joey Hand, Dirk Muller, and Sebastian Bourdais behind the wheel of the 2016 Ford GT. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in Iowa on Father's Day for the American Ethanol E 15 250, presented by Anogen. Matt Tift would be tabbed to be in the seat of the Joe Gibbs Racing number 18 for the weekend, but Monday morning, he would get word from his doctors that he would need to take some time off due to back problems. And Sam Hornish Jr., who was at home in Ohio substitute teaching at the time, would get the call to fill the seat for Father's Day weekend. Hornish hasn't started a race in 2016, but right out of the box, he was one of the fastest cars on track, and it carried over to race day. Hornish would go on to lead 183 out of 250 laps throughout the afternoon. The final caution would fly with around 25 laps to go on Sunday but no one would have anything for the super substitute Sam Hornish Jr. as he went on to score his fourth Xfinity Series victory. Hornish would get emotional in victory lane as his family joined him to celebrate for the first time in Hornish's NASCAR career. Here's what he had to say post-race.
2: What an unbelievable day. Um, You know, I I feel so lucky and blessed that I've got the opportunity to to even come out and to race today and I knew the car was good. Say go, go, go. (laughs) no (laughs) yeah so uh you know just the fact that I had the opportunity to come on race day and I knew on Thursday that the car was going to be really good over the long run and uh You know, I felt like if we qualified in the top five, that'd be good. And then we were were second in the second round, and I'm like, uh, and a third, and I'm mad. You know, I'm like, shows how greedy race drivers can get. You know, you get close there to the end. You want to be able to to get the pole and all that other stuff. But I'll take the race win. Um, You know, hats Mm -hmm. off to everybody at Joe Gibbs Racing for, uh, you know, such great equipment. Chris uh, put a great setup underneath the car. Um, You know, I I feel like uh, Iowa's just been a, a really special place for me with the fact that, this is the first opportunity to be able to bring the the, wife, the the kids to get them to victory lane, which is something that I feel has prolonged my racing career in some ways. I've always wanted to have the opportunity to, to have them experience that. So now we've got that. And, uh, and I just, uh, you know, last year was, uh, was frustrating in a lot of ways. And, uh, I just took the beginning of this season, enjoyed spending time with the wife and kids. And, uh, Crystal is, uh, has been great to me. I've done a lot of different things and, um, yeah, I knew something good would happen.
0: Join me Sunday as I get you set up for the twists and turns of the Toyota Save Mart 350 as NASCAR Spring Cup Series gears up to go road racing for the first time in 2016. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, The Sound of Speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page and you can find the latest edition of The Sound of Speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's a bit for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Toyota Savemart 350 from Sonoma, California, just a few short hours before the green flag is set to fly in wine country. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local,